Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up with New Morning Mercies. A couple little notes. Also, classic. The lawn is happening. I don't even think they can hear it, babe. Really? I, I think I think they think we're making it up. Okay, well, it's like right behind our window right It kind of feels like, you know, those like people that like, they say that they're in a relationship, but nobody's ever met the other person. We're yes. like, wait a second, the are you really? Boyfriend. Yeah, the phantom <laughs> boyfriend or girlfriend. We actually got another New Morning Mercies Good book. Job. We're still going to keep this one, but as you yeah. know, it's, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it's completely falling apart. But yes. anyways, fall is here. Fall is here. Fall is here. Fall has fallen upon us. I love fall. You ready to do this devotional? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> what a random intro. Okay, here we go. Today's devotional says this. You don't have to understand everything in your life because your Lord of wisdom and grace understands it all. It is a paradox that many of us don't handle well. We were created by God to be rational human beings, and we carry around with us a desire to know and understand, but... We must not forget that we will never experience inner peace simply because all our questions have been answered. Biblical faith is not irrational, but it takes us beyond our ability to reason. As believers, in our identity as God's image bearers and the truthfulness of his word, we do recognize that it is important to study, to learn, to examine, to evaluate, and to know. But we are not rationalists. We do not trust our reason more than we trust God. We do not reject what God says is true when it doesn't make sense to us. And we know that God's secret will leave us with mysteries in our lives. Mysteries that, even with the best of our theology, we won't be able to solve. Biblical literacy does not dispel all confusion and mystery from your life because while God reveals his will for you in the Bible— he does not reveal all the things he will do in your life for your good and his glory. God surprises you. So you ask, where is peace to be found? This question is answered clearly and powerfully in Isaiah 26. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. This passage tells us where peace is to be found. It is never found in trying to figure out the secret will of God. It is not to be found in personal planning or attempts to control the circumstances and people in your life. Peace is found in trusting the person who controls all the things that you don't understand and who knows no mystery because he has planned it all. How do you experience this remarkable peace, the kind of peace that doesn't fade away when disappointments come, when people are difficult, or when circumstances are hard? You experience it by keeping your mind stayed on the Lord. The more you meditate on His glory, His power, His wisdom, His grace, His faithfulness, His righteousness, His patience, His zeal to redeem, and His commitment to His eternal promises to you, the more you can deal with the mystery in your life. Why? Because you know the one behind the mystery is gloriously good worthy not only of your trust, but also the worship of your heart. It really is true that peace in times of trouble is not found in figuring out your life, 
but in worship of the one who has everything figured out already. This is so good. Oh, I love <clears> this one. I kind of had this like image whenever you were reading. I don't know if I even want to call it an image. It almost felt like a short film (laughs) where I basically just kind of imagined like a child, like, like an infant. Right. And then their parents leaving this child, like a, like a handbook to becoming a productive human in society. Yeah. And then the parents leave. Oh my goodness. Is that going to work? No, no. The parents need to be involved. Mm -hmm. God wants to be involved in your life. God wants his hand on your life. He wants to help you up whenever you fall down. He wants to love on you whenever you're down. Mm -hmm. He wants to celebrate with you whenever you're having big victories. And there's this relationship there. And I loved what you read towards the end where like his zeal, his mercy, it's him. Right. He's a person. Yeah. And I think that that's something that really stood out to me is because we can get so caught up in like the the keys to Christian living Mm -hmm. that we forget who we're following, which is the Christ, you know? And that's the key is remembering that we have the Holy Spirit within us. You have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and now you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, and now you begin this incredible, intimate, close, loving relationship with the living God. He's living within us, and we get to navigate life together just like a parent, a good parent, a decent parent, and and a parents with integrity, parents yeah. with honor, parents with love and mercy would raise their baby. They wouldn't just leave just this book and say, here, go for it. Go figure it yeah. out. No, yeah. but he gave himself just as a parent gives themselves to their child. And if we're not tapping into that and we're only just going to like tips for Christian living, yeah. then we're missing out on something that's so so special yeah, so personal. and again you guys we've talked about this before for people who do have issues with their parents or have had hardships with their parents or maybe they, they didn't they don't know their parents or maybe whatever that may be it can be so easy for us to project those hardships or whatever that may the absence mm-hmm. on our loving father so we have to make sure that we're not doing that and we're fully receiving the relationship that he has invited us into Yeah, that's so good. And I just, I loved what he was saying. It's like, your peace is not found, even if all of your questions that you have, which I'm sure are many were answered, that's not where your peace is found. Your peace is found in his presence. Your peace is found when your mind is focused on who he is. It fades away everything else when you're just focused on who he is and I've just experienced that time and time again in my life where life doesn't make sense and I have so many questions for God I'm like Mm -hmm. wait God I thought you were going to do this or I thought you're going to do that or I thought this was going to pan out this way and it's not and then I get in my quiet time with him and I'm refocused on him and I'm focused on just who he is and his faithfulness to me and it's like it all fades away and I'm like I'm sorry And it brings me to my knees and it brings me to repentance because I'm like, man, God, how quickly I lose my trust in you. How Mm -hmm. quickly I question your goodness. How quickly I question your plan. But time and time again, you've showed me that your plan is so much greater than my plan. And so I just encourage you guys to go back. I know we say this all the time, but I really and truly believe that 
remembrance will lead to revelation in your life. And so go back and remember his faithfulness Mm. in your life. Remember who he is. Write down who the Bible says he is, the characteristics of God, because he is all of those things to you personally. He is your provider. He is your king. He is your Lord. He is your savior. He is your comforter. He is your prince of peace. So no matter what your life looks like, it could be completely crumbling around you. You could be walking through something terribly hard, terribly like just engulfed in grief, but he is there. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you and he loves you and he will work it all out for your good and his glory. Even when it makes absolutely no sense, he will do that because he cannot tell a lie. Like he is truth. And so if he says this in his word, that means that it is true. Mm -hmm. And so you can count on that. You can lean on that. Even when other things don't make sense, we do not doubt in the dark what has been revealed to us in the light. And so we have to cling on to that, cling on to his faithfulness, cling on to his promises, and cling on to the truth of his word. You better pop off. There's something you said that I really love. I loved everything you said. (laughs) But one thing really like hit me, which is that... remembrance leads to revelation Yeah. where when I, I thought about it, like I literally got hung up on it for a second. I'm like, wait a second. Okay. Okay. You know, I, <laughs> I'm like literally doing math in my head because to me, revelation is I want something new. Mm. And to me, remembrance is something old. Mm. So how can I get something new from something old? Mm. But what if the revelation that we need isn't something new? What if it is of old? Yeah. What if it is remembering his character yeah. and that will lead us to having that current revelation of the present now. Yeah. But so many of us want the new, yeah. But we can't forget the old. Yeah, it's really good. Can I pray this out? Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for who you are. Lord, you are good. You are holy. You are righteous. You are strength in our weakness, Father. Lord, we apologize and ask for forgiveness for all the times we doubt you. We don't trust your plan. We question you, Father. We repent of that, Father, and we ask you to build our faith today. We want to trust you more, Father. We want to lean not on our own understanding, Father, to not be so bogged down with the questions that it taints our faith, God, but we bring our questions to you, Father, and we are excited about the mysteries of who you are and the mysteries that you have yet to reveal in our own lives because we know that you are good. We know that you have a plan so we can look forward to the unfolding of that without having to know it all, Father, that we can lean on that childlike faith that says, I have a good father. I have a good father, which means he has good plans for me. And so I can just sit in that. I can bask in that. I don't have to worry and put it all on my own shoulders. But I can just walk daily in obedience, completely surrendered and say, okay, Father, here it is. Here is my life. Here is my plans. Take it all and do your will in my life. Let my life be a living testimony of your goodness and your grace, your faithfulness, Father. Would others see what you are doing in my life and it just speak of your goodness, Father, as we make your name famous.
We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Wow. Amen, y'all. I just tell you something I love about this podcast that we all like do together is number one, you get told good morning every single day. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there that don't have people, yeah. you know, and the fact that they get to be told good morning is something that's really important to me. Yeah. And then we get to be encouraged by God's word. Mm-hmm. And then we all get to be prayed over. Yeah. Like every single day we're getting prayed over. And it's like, this is something that's going to, I think, change people's present, but also change all of our futures too. Good. Want to pray sun out? Now's <laughs> okay. that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. And y'all, don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. See you in a while, crocodile. <laughs>